Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Today we've got a story of a best friend's absolutely crazy mom. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, I'll sue you for almost killing my son. A lot of you enjoyed my previous pest control story, entitled Mother Tries to Steal My Job Van. As I explained in that story, I come across and meet a lot of different people in my job. Some nice, some rude, and some, as you'll see in this story, really dumb people. If it wasn't obvious by now, I work with pest control, one of the best jobs I've ever had. One early day last summer, I had to go to a town one hour away to kill a wasp nest. As per protocol, I call the customer, Karen, 30 minutes before arrival to ensure that they're home and have time to put on some clothes or whatnot. My call goes after a while to voicemail, where I inform her that I'll be there in 30 minutes. I keep driving and as per protocol, I try to phone her again when I'm 15, 10, and 5 minutes away. For my company to legitimize a no-show on the customer's part, we also have to go and knock on the door, even though 9 out of 10 times, no one's home if they don't answer their phones. But when I got there and knocked, I was greeted by Karen. Now in my past story about a Karen, I explained that she had obvious Karen look and even the same hairstyle, but this time I was greeted by a really large woman who resembled more of Honey Boo Boo's mom. Who are you and what do you want? She almost shouted, even though we stood barely two meters apart. I'm from pest control. I have a report about a wasp problem on your back porch, I say trying not to gag from the odor seeping out from Karen's house. Why didn't you call beforehand? That's awfully rude, she exclaims, showing her green-brown teeth. I did, see here, I say, and show her the phone. She said, impossible, I didn't hear my phone ring. Oh well, since you're here now, go on with it. I nod as she closes the door, quite thankful not having to go through the house. I gear up with my suit, spray, and puffer full of Ficam, a poisonous type of flower that also dries out your body, and head for the back. Backside of the house is even more dirtier than the front side with huge piles of broken and old toys spread around the yard. But after a bit of professional looking parkour and maneuvering I get to the porch. Right on a pillar is a huge nest. I just spray it down and then insert the tip of my puffer and spray in some Ficam. Textbook. I maneuver myself back to the front of the house and ring the bell again. This time I don't have time to take a step back. Karen was probably watching me through every single window, which pushed backwards when she violently threw up the door. I'm all done now. Here's a receipt for all the chemicals I used in case any of your children or yourself should get sick. Also, please note that it'll take one to two days before they're all dead, since it's a slow-acting poison, I inform. Hmm. She exclaims as she takes the receipt and shuts the door. Weird, I thought, but I was used to meeting antisocial people, so I just shrugged and went on my way. This was 9.45, 7.30pm, almost 10 hours after I was at her place, and 3 hours after I got off work, my work phone rings. Since I don't usually save my customers' numbers, I thought that it was maybe someone ringing because of something I tried to sell them earlier. So to not let my commission slip away, I answer the phone. Hello and welcome to X-Pest Control. My name is OP. How can I help you? You are incompetent and I'll sue you for almost killing my son, a loud voice said. But I did manage to match it to Karen's voice. 
What has happened? Is he alright? I asked, knowing that if he ingested the poison, he would get really sick and could die if he didn't get to an emergency room. You said that the wasp were gone. They weren't, she snarked. What? I say, confused and a bit pissed. I told you that the poison takes one to two days before everything is dead. No, you didn't. So I sent my nine-year-old son to remove the nest. He got stung 14 times because of you, she shouted, almost deafening me. Look, ma'am, I informed you to leave it alone for two days, and even if I forgot, it says the exact same thing on the receipt that I handed you. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Go have a look. I'm holding it now, and I don't... It goes quiet. Then just a beep to indicate that the phone call has disconnected. We didn't hear any more from her, and I never got a summons for court either. Shame. Let's be real, she was never going to take this to court. Somebody in that condition does not have the mental focus and fortitude to actually get things to court. If anything, maybe this was just her really bad plan to try and get this all refunded for free. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, Entitled Mother Tried to Reduce My Pay for Attempting to Seduce Her Husband. I started babysitting in my family's church growing up. Between ages 12 to 16, I babysit for over 30 families, and I was highly requested in that community. I knew everyone, and I attended that church since I was four. Everyone knew me. I knew everyone. Very tight-knit. So I babysit for a family we'll call the Smiths. I knew the Smith family since I was 10 and they had children that were younger than me. I helped these kids for children's mass. I knew the family and we were kind of close because I was one of the kids' helpers in a class unit. Plus, we all knew each other from the church and school. Now, I'm 13-ish when this happened. I babysat for this family, the Smiths, and it was going good. They had a pool in their backyard, and the dad had told me to pack a bathing suit. He said, the kids will probably beg you to swim with them if you don't mind, but you don't have to. So I babysat these kids for about 5 hours, 1 to 5, and 4 hours in, the husband came home to take a work call, and then he would help with the kids and my parents would take me home. 20 minutes before the dad gets home, the kids want to swim. I agree and we all get ready. I had chosen a normal bathing suit for a 13 year old, but I had a larger chest than others my age and the mom of these kids. Now the dad comes home and asks if things are all good. I tell him yes and he tells me he'll find us when he's done with his work call. It's about 5 and he comes out and asks to take another call. He asks to take a picture to send to his wife to let her know I'll watch the kids for longer since he had another call. TLDR all went well till the wife shows up. Everything goes good, the kids are having a blast, I help them dry off, help them shower and change as the wife gets ready to take over and the husband had started making dinner. I was in my oversized shirt bringing the kids downstairs when the wife signals to me. She pulls me aside and begins to shame me. She tells me I will not be getting paid from 4 to 5.45 for dressing like a sloth in an attempt to stray her husband from me. That my choice of swimsuit was promiscuous and she should have known better not to trust me. That I was skimpy and that my boobs would get me nowhere in life and I was going to be assaulted dressing like that. I was flabbergasted because I'm barely 13 at the time and I wasn't wearing a revealing swimsuit. I nod and profusely apologize because I wore this to the pool and never had any problems and me and my bestie had matching ones. 
I was sobbing hysterically, took my money and sat on the porch waiting for my mom to pick me up. I hear yelling inside. Dad comes out and gives me $50 and goes back to yelling at his wife inside the house. TLDR, they filed for divorce because she was having an affair with another guy. She later revealed this information to another family I babysat for and they told me that the wife was insecure about her chest. Dad was not a predator and his kids are doing great. Honestly, beyond the fact that it was just clear projection going on here, I think there's some serious concern that she thought for some reason that her husband would go after a 13-year-old. Like, I understand insecurity and projection blinding people, but that badly? Our next story is, is it bad for asking my father why he's not applying himself? My father, 48-year-old male, has been a fairly successful man in the past. And due to circumstances such as divorce and other financial related issues from 15 plus years ago, has had issues finding employment. I, 21 year old male, am conscious of this fact and always try to be as empathetic as possible when talking to him about this. Recently things have gotten much worse with him only being able to find contracts that last a few months and then is unemployed for the rest of the year. Despite this, I've been trying to help him and suggest avenues of restoring his business, credit, working out payment plans for debt and such. He always says they're good ideas, but never follows through. Two weeks ago, we got into a discussion about me taking on his regular house duties like cooking and taking over more cleaning duties so that he can apply to more jobs. And he was doing great for the first two to three days. After that, he slowed down and is now barely applying for jobs from what I can see and spending all his time either outside or on social media scrolling. As well as this, he's more concerned with the state of the lawn than he is with finding employment. Things financially are not in the best spot and more than likely he'll be struggling to pay bills and afford basic things in a month or so. In light of this, I've been checking in on him every few days and most recently asked why he's not sitting down at his computer and sending out resumes left and right. He tells me that he's outside chatting with people, then when he shows me his LinkedIn, his last message is from a week before. I feel as though he could easily find something within the next few weeks if he applied himself 100% and spent at least a few hours a day customizing resumes and connecting with people. In our last conversation, he said it's emotionally draining for him when I talk to him about these things and says that I'm being a detriment more than I'm being of help. My thought process is that I'm trying to get him to realize that the way he's going about it will more than likely land him in the same spot as before. My problem is my father is the type of person that will say one thing and then not follow through and has made many promises to my sister about helping her with tuition and a car and many other things which is the reason I've been pushing on these points so much the past few weeks. This has more or less been a pattern of behavior for the past two years. And as much as I feel bad for him at times, it feels like a lot of issues stem from avoidance of the problem. And a lot of the time, he puts his circumstances on other outside factors rather than focusing on what he can do. Obviously, I understand that these things have happened in his life and are discouraging and something he has to carry with him every day, But I feel as though for his family and himself, he should be working hard despite these things to not fall deeper into poverty. In contrast, my mother works extremely hard and barely can make ends meet, whereas my father is able to make good money quickly but doesn't have stable employment, which I believe is due to him not applying himself 100% or laziness. 
The last thing he said was the way I can help is by doing more picking up more things he does around the house. And I asked him if I do this, will you sit down for a couple hours a day and apply? And he said that help shouldn't be based on stipulations, which I do agree with to a certain extent. But I feel as though even if I keep doing what I am doing or don't, it has no effect on his motivation to find a job. My father never takes accountability for his actions not matching his words. And it seems like there's always an excuse. What should I do, Reddit? Do I give up on trying to get him to follow through? I'm honestly not sure because I've tried so much. And at this point, it's starting to affect me and my motivation. He's not receptive at all to what I'm saying and is completely dismissing it and turning it back on me. I'm starting to feel like I need to leave because things will not change. I definitely think there is at some point a cutoff point where it's like this person clearly just does not want to change. You can't live your life pushing somebody else along the entire time. If they don't want it, you can't force them to. It might suck and it might make you sad that they essentially have given up, but at some point you either give up on trying to push them or you just keep on babysitting this person and praying that at some point they finally wake up. Our next story is how my wife ruined her mom's mother day by treating her like a mom. My mother-in-law is an annoying person to say in the nicest way. She has extremely low self-worth and she compensates that by forcing the world to go around her. As family who interact with her regularly, we're forced to treat her like a queen every day, every minute. If we don't, then there will be drama. All the way from pouting, going to her room, fainting, leaving the house, to full-blown breakdown, including saying, why should I live on this planet anymore if no one cares about me? Yeah, to see an old lady say she'll end things just because we don't give her a few minutes of attention is a bizarre thing to witness. So, it's exhausting to be around her, but what else can my wife and sister-in-law do? She's their mom, and they both try the darn best to make her feel special. But they'd also like to interact with her as their mom, too, not just as some out-of-touch royalty. They'd like to crack jokes, chat about general things, and share their problems. Not having to be constantly worried what statement might tick her off. When they were kids in her orbit, things were fine as she controlled them, and that made her feel she's the center of attention. Now they're married, have family of their own, and that she's not the anchor of the family, she has started becoming more and more demanding that we perform some elaborate rituals to make her feel special. That is extremely exhausting. So to the actual event itself, mother-in-law and father-in-law have traveled to our country and are staying with us for a short time to help us with kids as we all live halfway across the globe. My wife planned an elaborate Mother's Day event centered around mother-in-law, even though she herself is a mom too, one that included lunch in a popular ethnic cuisine restaurant. By the way, had she not planned it herself, there would be a snarky comment at the end of the day saying, seems you don't care about your mom enough to plan something for me. I was waiting the whole day for you to do something. Anyway, morning went uneventful as we'd been pampering the grown-up toddler and mother-in-law was quite jubilant. We go to the restaurant and I and our elder one go in to set up the table as my wife is bringing the others, mother-in-law, father-in-law and our little one in. My two-year-old, the real toddler, decides to throw a tantrum for toddler reasons. But then mother-in-law sees this beautiful garden in front of the restaurant and wants my wife to take her a pic. Mother-in-law doesn't care about anything and forces my wife to take several pics as my wife is holding a crying, fussing, and kicking. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Taking toddler on her hip. Having basked in the glory of being in the center of attention, mother-in-law is satisfied enough. They all come in. My wife is ticked from the events, but tries her best to be cheerful. Waiter comes in to take the order, and right then, mother-in-law decides to go to the restroom. My wife asks her to order before going, as kids will get hangry if we wait for long. Big mistake. My wife did as she was asked in a normal tone, a regular conversational tone instead of a pleading or pleasing pampering tone. How dare we order her royalty on what to do? That was strike one. As me and my wife are looking at the bazillion choices and trying to order for our kids, ourselves, spice level, etc., we got absorbed into ordering without paying attention to the most important person. Mother-in-law wasn't the center of attention for two full minutes. How dare we? Bat strike two. We don't notice that and ask her what she wants. She asks if they have a particular ethnic dish, which is a regular staple we have almost every day at home, like a grilled cheese sandwich, that too in an indifferent meek tone. She was indirectly implying that she was just a nobody because of strike one and two, so she's ordering some peasant food. That was our cue to realize our mistake, prostrate before her, beg her forgiveness, and bring the world back into alignment before things go down the hill. We fail to notice that the change in tone, which is strike three. Instead, my wife suggests, Mom, we have that almost every day at home, so why don't you... Mother-in-law cuts her off saying, I know that. Are you saying I don't know that? And storms to the restroom. 
We're all figuring out what the freak happened and we finish ordering. Mother-in-law comes back and unloads onto my wife how she has disrespected her. We brought her to this country and ever since then my wife has made it her mission to do nothing but continuously humiliate her and mother-in-law starts crying. I quickly realized what had conspired but my innocent wife, whose heart is only filled with love and not such evil games, doesn't realize the drama my mother-in-law wants. Instead, she's trying to understand how suggesting that the dish is a regular staple at home is humiliating and mother-in-law goes, you're implying I'm dumb and don't even know this. You've ruined Mother's Day. All daughters do special things on Mother's Day and here you are ruining mine. And a few other delectable quotes. My wife says again and again, that's just a regular thing to say to your mom but mother-in-law is adamant that my wife humiliated her by implying she's dumb for not knowing it's a staple dish we regularly eat at home and storms off to sit outside. Seriously, that was the entire discussion for five full minutes. It was extremely bizarre to see a 60-year-old woman throw a tantrum and accuse her daughter because she said, it's a regular staple we eat at home. Normally, we would run after her, apologize, and beg her to come back and keep apologizing throughout the lunch, which is what she wanted after three strikes. But this time, we were so over this stuff, having been through similar ones many times. We just sat and ate in peace without an extra side of drama. But my wife was heartbroken. She does all this planning, wanted to be a good daughter, wanted her mom to feel special, and in the end has ruined Mother's Day by talking to her mom as a mom and not as royalty. So a 60-year-old woman started crying in the middle of lunch rush in a popular restaurant all because we didn't give her attention for 5 minutes while we were busy ordering food for kids. There are hundreds of such stories but this one was one of the clearest what the freak just happened. It's definitely the attention-seeking behavior that is just being so destructive. It wasn't about the quality of anything, it wasn't about the tone of anything. I think this person just likes to complain because it gets them so much secured attention. They like upsetting people and making people know that they are upset because it's hard to not acknowledge them in that situation. Our next story is, I asked my mom to stop purposely putting me in traumatizing experiences. She's mad now. So I, trans male 16, asked my mom to stop putting me in traumatizing experiences after what happened today. It started last night. Lost dogs snuck into our backyard and attacked our oldest dog. My mom had to go stop these lost dogs and made them run off. That's all I got about the whole situation because I was asleep. All day she's made me care for our hurt dog. Usually I wouldn't mind and I'd do it but recently we had a dog pass away from old age. And since my mental health is failing due to a lot of things and walking out to see the dead dog, I reluctantly did it. I was crying the whole time and it was hard to look at our dog. Not because I hate her or hate taking care of her, but because I was scared that if I looked, I'd see another dead dog and I can't mentally take this. I recently got out of a mental hospital. She saw me after I cried from bathing her and she said that I shouldn't cry because she's in worse pain from stopping the fight than me seeing the dog injured. I'll admit I cried more after I went into our room. She keeps doing this to me. Every time anything happens, I end up having to witness it and help it. So much of this has hurt me and made me end up in the mental hospital two times this year. I'll give some examples of this before people start saying I'm being overdramatic. 
Example 1. My uncle who was in jail for child abuse was released because my parents paid for it. He then lived with us for around 5 years. Around those years, he's threatened me, thrown stuff at me, leaving huge messes for me, and at the end, choked me. Every time I'd warn her about him, I'd get, there's nothing we can do about it, he was a lot worse in our childhood, or she would complain about it. I ended up getting choked and spat on by him, causing him to finally get kicked out. Example 2. My mom and dad were really on edge one day. She sent me to my dad to ask him something stupid I don't remember what about, probably when he's going to help clean, this usually happened. It caused him to yell at me, which then caused her to join in and yell at him. I had to witness and run away from my parents yelling some at me, some at each other. I was in the middle of it all for no reason. I ended up running to a room and locking myself in it because my dad and mom were getting violent. I feel like each situation could have been stopped. Each situation didn't need me in the middle getting hurt either physically or emotionally or mentally. I feel like if I wasn't dragged in or out into a dangerous situation, I wouldn't have ended up the way I am. There are way more examples I could give, like her making me clean the whole house and I couldn't keep up with cooking, cleaning, watching my little siblings, and school, so we lived in filth, and I constantly got in trouble for it. All of it could have been helped if she just thought about it twice, like was it really a smart idea to send me out to help a hurt dog a week or so after I walked out to a dead dog and forced to bury her? So I asked her if she could stop doing this, stop putting me in these situations. I feel like it's hurting me and I can't take getting so bad that I try to end things and end up in the mental hospital. She just got mad, said I'm so disrespectful etc etc the usual, and that she had it worse and is not talking to me now. Like she says I can open up to her and when I do try, when I express how I feel and that some things I mentally can't take, it's that I'm in the wrong, I'm the bad person, I'm getting the quiet shoulder. And then she's so surprised when I don't want to talk to her and I'm on my phone constantly and won't let her know when I'm so depressed. It's honestly a cycle I can't wait leaving once I get enough money to leave and ghost her. OP's definitely stated the obvious that this is not a healthy living situation for them. I just hope OP can focus on that goal they listed at the end and stick to it and get out of there. Our next story is Best Pal's Absolutely Crazy Mom. I woke up to a text from one of my best pal's mom this morning, something along the lines of, stop hanging out with my son because you guys are staying out too late. College students during summer were both 23, and he's waking up at 3pm every day and not getting enough done. Some context, he took a month off work to move houses and I went and helped, just after I returned back to my home city after my recent semester at school abroad. Me and a couple of other mutual friends of his helped move all the furniture and their personal belongings into a U-Haul truck to help them move. Long story short, we worked 8 hour plus days helping them move, cause his mom wanted literally everything moved including the closet doors and curtains and washer, dryer and fridge, and they had a million bags and random furniture. After those long days of work, we would hang out at night, go for a smoke, and talk and just vibe. And after he finished moving, we'd occasionally meet up late at night after our duties were finished and go for a walk and smoke. Thing is, some days we would return at 2-3am, to but it was summer vacation, and we didn't plan on letting this continue for anything longer than another week at most, as his hiatus from work would end and I would go about my endeavors. 
I looked at those two weeks as my post-semester break period where I just did whatever I wanted. And instead of drinking or going to parties, we just hung out and had good genuine conversations and listened to music. But it was late into the night as I mentioned earlier. So today I woke up to his mom texting me, accusing me of influencing him to stay out late and going to parties, which we didn't, and being a degenerate essentially, and that if I didn't stop bothering him, she'd find my mom and try to end our friendship. Now, for some more context, she's a single mom and she's also mentally very volatile from my experience and his stories of her that he tells me. She's not afraid to be selfish and greedy towards everyone except her and her family, basically using any manipulation tactic to get her way. And if she doesn't, she freaks the heck out. Basically, this is the part that gets spicy. It was when I responded telling her that we weren't going to parties, instead going for walks and hanging out alone as good friends, just having conversations and catching up. I also told her, maybe I was too brutally honest, that her accusing me of doing bad things to her son is very disrespectful and not my problem. I also told her that she should respect her son enough to act like an adult and have his priorities straight, which my friend does for the most part. He was taking a break for freak's sakes. His mom just wants an unrealistic, perfectionist lifestyle and demands him to do crazy stuff. I ended the message by telling her to be more respectful and not send such messages to me with false accusations and threats. This made her flip out. She basically went on a rant about how I'm a terrible human with ill manners and how children should obey their parents no matter what, etc., and that she would call and report to the police on me if I texted him or called again telling me to feel shame for talking to her like that. I consulted to my girlfriend after the fact, and she said I could have been a bit nicer in the way I delivered that message, like not been so brutally honest and blunt, but I told her what type of person his mom is like and my girlfriend understood. I'm a very kind and empathetic person to all my friends and family, but I cannot stand disrespectful people that fail to consider anything or anyone outside of their little delusional reality. I didn't attack, but simply state the truth. The question I have for you guys is, did I do something wrong? What does this speak about her character? I want an analysis of the situation and how I should go about it like a mature adult. That's all. Thank you. Honestly, I think OP handled everything pretty well here. OP's saying it how it is, they're not being like rude, they're not name calling. And plus, OP doesn't really have to directly interact with the crazy mom. So sending those texts, saying exactly how it is and nothing more, that's perfectly fine. This next story is, my parents cost me money. I own a wedding venue, it's a heritage listed homestead. It's quite beautiful and it's easy to get great photos here. I've also allowed three of my cousins to have their weddings here for meets rates prices. So my parents believed that my younger brother was having his wedding here too. However, my brother's new wife wanted to get married at the same place where her parents got married four hours away. My parents who were not invited to the wedding showed up in my venue and made a huge scene at another lovely couple's wedding. I wasn't there, I was my brother's best man. I left on Friday and came back on Tuesday to this BS. I was so horrified by what they had done, I gave back the couple half of what they paid. Luckily the couple was so sweet about the whole thing, now I'm wondering if I can sue. I'm definitely not sure if you can sue, I mean they went and like messed with your business. I'd say they probably trespassed as well. 
Is there such a thing you can even sue for in this situation? I'd be curious. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.